Advent is a time of waiting and a season of preparing for Christmas. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia, offers devotions prepared by our members to bring you daily inspiration during Advent. The devotion begins with the music of green sleeves, played on flutes by Sarah Delbane, followed by a reading from a daily carol, then a personal reflection on the question, What brings you hope this Advent and Christmas season? The carol reading today is verse 1 from Christians All Your Lord is Coming, read by Caroline Baxley. The personal reflection is from Roy Seegers. Christians all, your Lord is coming, drawing near in holy birth. Ring the bells and sound the trumpets. Let your music fill the earth. Dance and move to show God's glory. Kneel and pause to hear God's word. Alleluia, alleluia. Rise and let your songs be heard. As I reflect on Christmas's past, I'm drawn to one in particular that stands out as being especially filled with meaning. Kathy and I were a young married couple in a small town of Loughborough, England, while I attended graduate school, and we chose to spend our Christmas break touring continental Europe on $5 a day. Well, that's per person, covering food and accommodations, and of course we had the help of a URL pass from our parents as our Christmas gifts, and the book by Arthur Fromer. We set out on our adventure with great expectations. We left from our home, which was a single bedroom over a pub in a guest house, in which we shared a common bathroom with 12 other guests. We toured the museums and the beautiful sites of Amsterdam, Brussels, Paris, and Munich. And as scheduled, we arrived Christmas Eve at the Hotel Zurichburg, a women's temperance union-operated hotel situated on a mountaintop overlooking the city of Zurich and Lake Zurich. What a beautiful spot. Having allotted an extra $20 for Christmas allowed us to give each person $2 for a shopping spree in downtown Zurich. Later, we enjoyed a Christmas dinner feast in the hotel dining room consisting of roast goose and all the trimmings. We had a dollar left over, which allowed us 50 cents each to reserve a hot bath in the common bathroom down the hall. During dinner, 
we really did miss our family way across the ocean in the United States. But there was a warmth in the room due to the roaring fire in the big fireplace. And there was the amazing view out the window of thousands of huge Christmas trees. The next morning was filled with surprises that exceeded all of our expectations. We awoke to a view of the trees and ground covered with two feet of new snow. We exchanged our gifts that were carefully wrapped in the bags that we got when we purchased them. Kathy shared her orange with me, and each Christmas since, I've given her another eyebrow pencil. I offered to share my Sports Illustrated and Field and Stream magazines, but I don't think she ever looked at either one. After a continental breakfast of bread and cheese, we went outside to play. And there were two young girls just running around with extreme excitement. We found out they were daughters of missionaries from Malaysia. The girls had never seen snow. So Kathy and I played with them almost all day long. We made a giant snowman. We sledded down the hill probably a thousand times on a piece of cardboard that I had found. With the girls giggling with excitement the whole time. What a joy it was to spend Christmas with newfound friends. Christmas Day dinner was a bit less formal. It was a reconstruction of leftovers from the previous day's feast. The day after Christmas, we said goodbye to our new friends from Malaysia and headed for Rome. Our audience with the Pope was amidst the crowd of thousands gathered in St. Peter's Square to receive the Pope's special, if not very individual, blessing. As I thought about why this Christmas was so meaningful, several things stood out. First, we were immersed in God's beautiful world, one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Second, we were sharing our Christmas love with neighbors from across the world, and they were sharing their Christmas love with us. Third, there was no shopping frenzy. Two dollars just didn't allow that. There was nothing to interrupt our peace and quiet. And last, this Christmas was absolutely filled with joy despite our limited budget and despite being thousands of miles away from the closest family. The pandemic of last year necessarily brought another Christmas without family and naturally it ignited memories of this Christmas in Zurich exactly 50 years earlier. We deeply missed being with our son Tom and his family at Christmas, but at the same time we enjoyed a less frenzied online shopping experience. We enjoyed being together and having our quiet time. We enjoyed planning and preparing our Christmas meals together and of course, we enjoyed the technology of Zoom to have video sessions with our families. In a way, it was much like our Christmas in Zurich. This season, as we prepare our hearts and our souls and our mind 
for Advent, I offer the following ponderings. The first is from the Old Testament, Psalm 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Let's take time to be still this Christmas season and know that God is God. The second is from the New Testament, Matthew 22, verses 36 through 40. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Let's be sure to love our God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind, and share our Christmas love with neighbors wherever they may be. Let's close with a prayer, a prayer from a familiar hymn. For the beauty of the earth, for the glory of the skies, for the love from which our birth over and around us lies, Lord of all, to thee we raise this our hymn of grateful praise. Amen.